What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? This is Sports 360, and I'm your host, Jeff Fennell. Today, we have former Major League player, coach, and manager, Jerry Manuel, on the show. Jerry has been around the block a time or two, having spent over four decades in the game. He was on the coaching staff of the World Series champion Florida Marlins in 1997, and in 2000, he was the AL Manager of the Year with the Chicago White Sox. He joins us today to talk about his passion for youth development and his desire to see more African-American players in the game. He has strong views on both topics, and you're going to hear them all on Sports 360. Well, I'm pleased to have with me today on Sports 360, former Major League player, coach, and manager, uh, Jerry Manuel. Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm doing outstanding, Jeff. I'm uh, uh, pleased to be joining you in conversation. We've always uh, always got some enlightenment from you every time that I've talked to you. So this is probably more for my benefit than yours. <laughs> I tell you, you're right. I mean, we, we've always had some good conversations. And I've been looking forward to this one today, I, I tell you, because uh, – you know, it's always been interesting, Jerry, and you and I have spoken about it. We have never met in person. No, we haven't. Uh, no, and it's we... been a number of years, and we, we've talked over the phone, and sometimes we don't talk for months, and then one of us right. will call the other one, and it's almost like we just pick up where we left off. You know? Right, so, right, right. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's been it's interesting. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be able to, uh, to you know, finally meet you in person. Uh, this summer uh, in Vero Beach, so that would be but, good. Yeah, it would. It would. But uh, I, I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to to have you joining us today on Sports 360. And um, just want to get in, you know, get right into some things, Jerry, because you know, as we said at the outset, you've been in baseball for a good minute, right? I mean, as a player, right. mm-hmm. a coach, a manager, a scout. I think you did some scouting too, right? Right, briefly. Yeah, I did uh briefly scouted for the um Chicago White Sox. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a a brief time, but uh educational time as well. Uh to be around scouts and see how they go about uh, looking at athletes and those types of things. I think we all to some degree scout naturally anyway. When we're watching a basketball game or any other sport, we think we have an idea of uh, who can and who cannot play, you know, at that level. So it was a uh, it was very uh, enlightening for me to uh, be a scout for the year that I was a scout. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's interesting that you you know what what you just said, and you know, I was thinking about going in a in a totally different direction. But you said something interesting right there. You said we all scout. Mm-hmm. In some form of a, or another, and you know that that's that's true. And and when, but when you think about sort of scouting in the game of of baseball, um, you know you've been around long enough to see that evolve and change. And certainly, I think, um, and you can you know give your opinion on this, how scouting is done today compared to maybe when you were a scout, you know, uh, several years back. Um, 
because it seems to me, based on some of the things that I have read and people I've talked to, that there's been some real changing in the way scouting and evaluating of players is being done today. What's your thoughts about that? Well, uh, there has been some changes, and I think, um, and we'll probably get into it when you when you have this pay for play and you have this uh, entity called Perfect Game, and and they're ranking players and uh, those types of things. So scouts tend to um, flood that that market when they have an event rather than shake the bushes in different parts of the of the of the country to where you might find one guy uh rather than be at an event where someone has ranked or evaluated the players to be the top 100 players in the country where uh you know when you are paying for play and you get into that element of it uh, it becomes easier for all the scouts to go to this one place and, and choose out of that group who they think is the, who's the best player and how they rank them. Uh, and, and I think they miss the guy that's, uh, let's say, somewhere in Mobile, Alabama, uh, you know, hitting rocks or doing different things, and he might be the only guy there, but he could be Hank Aaron. He could be Willie Mays. He could be whomever. Uh, I think they have missed that athlete um, completely. And that athlete has chosen uh, a different route uh, because he is an athlete. He can do other things. He can play basketball. He can play football. He can he could probably do any, any of the major sports that he wants to. But because he was not recruited or scouted, you know, he goes on to uh, what's considered uh, you know, in high school, the glamour sports, uh, you know, football and basketball. Uh-huh. And we tend to, we tend to lose, lose that athleticism uh, to the other sports. And, and then there was a time when that athlete, that even though we lost him, he still wanted to come back and play our game of baseball, uh, Michael Jordan. He wanted to come and play baseball. Bo Jackson, the greatest uh-huh. athlete I've ever seen, uh, he played baseball. Deion Sanders, one of the greatest cornerbacks in the uh, history of the NFL, Hall of Fame football player, wanted to play baseball. Uh, Brian Jordan, Dave Winfield. You know, you think there's a list and list of um, athletes that wanted uh, to prove that that baseball was the game, and now, and for me, Jeff, I kind of blame my generation because we assumed that that trend would continue, but uh, we was definitely wrong because we've lost. Uh, you look at Barry Larkinson in the NBA. You look right. at uh, and Griffey Jr.'s son. I think. Trying out for the NFL, so we ha- we we're not going to get LeBron to come and play double A baseball. I guarantee right, right. you. Know? So uh, a part of that is 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 our fault, assuming that our kids would follow in our footsteps. And a part of that is uh, you know to pay for play 
uh, for baseball, which um, it costs an exorbitant amount of money to be a part of these events. And when you are when you're in a culture that's seventy percent single family homes, that's difficult to um, buy into. You know, a thousand dollars a month for lessons, and a thousand dollars a month uh, mm-hmm. to go towards uh, games, and uh, you know, other money for hotels and travel, and all these different things. So, you you almost eliminate us, uh, our culture, just from that point of view as well, too. So, there's a number of factors that that they kind of go into. Uh, I mean, we start talking about scouting, but there's a number of factors that kind of go into why our game has has slowed in that sense. And mm-hmm. uh, those are those are just a couple of them. I mean, uh, sure, they're, they're sure, too as well. Right, and and you know, I, I you know, I know Jerry, in, in speaking with you over the years, you know that you have a real passion for for the youth. And I think that's probably why you went there, even though we were talking about scouting, as you said, but, you you know, talking about perfect game and pay for play and how that, in a, you know, in a very real way, cuts Mm -hmm. off access to talented players who simply can't afford to, to buy into the pay for play model. But um, when it comes to the, um, your passion for youth. Um, you, you, you know, I know you're doing a lot of things in that regard. You, you have a foundation, you know, and I know, you, you know, right. you, I want you to talk about that a little bit and some of the things you've been doing to the foundation, a charter school, and you, you're, you're otherwise involved in, in youth development. So um, that passion for youth that you have, how, how are you finding ways to express it and pursue it today? Well, you know, Mahatma Gandhi said, if uh, you want to do anything for this generation, you concentrate on the next generation to come. Mm-hmm. And that next generation to come is the, is the one that I'm concentrating on. I, I know it has to start. I believe in my heart it has to start at, at the youth level. I, I don't I don't think we can start and, and start bringing guys in that, uh, have a pedigree for uh, baseball and and say let's do it this way. But but the youth, if we can get enough programs for the underserved, uh, and 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 get them into quality quality teaching and quality repetition of our game, I think you will see an increase in the number of talented athletes regardless if they're if they're uh a black or white it's just the economy won't allow them to, to perform in those pay for play now there are those uh pay for plays that will cherry pick a guy and scholarship him but there are also guys that are not quite mature, but if they kept repeating the skill, they would surpass the guy that they cherry pick. But uh-huh. they 
they don't get that opportunity, so they go to to other sports. So what we do with our foundation is uh, we target the underserved. Uh, we 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 target the the African American uh, player, but we're not exclusive to that player. We're all inclusive. Anyone who come who may come come as you will. If you want to play, you want to play. So. Uh, but our target is the is the is the is the African American player uh, that's underserved, uh, that wants to play the game of baseball, and um, we we got in. I got involved in the travel ball thing when I came uh, home from the Mets. A guy came up to me and said, "We need help." So I said, "Okay, I'll sponsor a travel ball team, and we'll run a travel ball team." But that wasn't enough for me because I didn't see the development of the player like I wanted to, and I didn't see the educational component that's needed to take your game to the next level in baseball. I've always said uh, baseball is not checkers, it's chess. Mm -hmm. And when you can get the young ones to understand the nuances of the strategy and, and how the game is played, then they got a better chance of surviving when when their skill is not what it should be, or their day, or they don't have a great day, uh, uh, was considered a great day at the plate. They could be maybe one for five, which is you know two hundred. You don't get nothing for that. But there's other ways to win a game when you one for five. You could have moved over two runners and uh-huh. did the other thing sure. to help create uh, a win and playing the game rather than playing for yourself. And I, I think that's the danger of uh, of the play, play for pay is that you become an individual versus a teammate. And when you become a teammate, when, when you become an individual, uh, you are all of a sudden put yourself bigger than the game. When you put yourself bigger than the game, then when the game's on the line, you don't understand why it's on the line and what's what's on the line. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you don't perform. Sure. So, so that's right. that, that's all a part of of the teaching that we have to do at the young level, the fundamentals, the foundation, and how to be a teammate and how to play the game. The game is always bigger than the player. It, you know, it, it, as much as it is individual. It's a team thing. And if you could keep that in perspective and understand the game, then you can survive uh, at different levels of, 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 of the game. You can't survive if you don't know anything but try to hit the ball out the park and then there's days where you don't hit it out the park and don't do anything else. You can't survive in that, in that manner. And I, and I think that's why, uh, Jeff, I think that's why we, we're trying to say – Hey, let's speed up the 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 pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Let's do let's do different things. When if you're missing a you're almost missing a culture that when they went, you were gonna see something that you had never seen before. When Willie Mays went back in the World Series and caught the ball over his head right. and turned and threw it right. back in, uh, you know he wasn't dialing. He was thinking about keeping the runner from advancing. So now today it's a it's a style, it's a layout, but 
don't get up, but the other guy runs the bases and scores the winning run. So what, you know, (laughs) you, you you know, you understand what I'm saying? They play. I do. And you're making an interesting point and see of how, you know, some of the evaluation models, you know, that are attached to the youth game is creating that phenomenon that you're talking about. Right. So, the situation calls for hitting the ball to the right side to get that guy from second to third, right? Mm-hmm. Game mm-hmm. is on the line. But because, you know, the evaluation models seem to, you know, measure other things, right? that right. hitter may right. not do what the situation requires. Instead, he's going to do what's best for him. Right, exactly. He's going to do what's best for him and try to hit the ball out of the ballpark and hit the ball in the air, and you know the sabermetrics is a, is a good thing. Uh, I'm not. I, I I think even though we didn't use the term, we were still using the the model, right? But we was using it in a different way. We were we we, we knew what matchups uh, as managers to to use versus a, a, another person, um, that type of thing. So. It's just a different language uh, that they're using, and 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 they're trying to, um, you know, create the game in a different way. But what we're seeing is that there's less action because of the fact that you're trying to do things in 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 a sabermetrician's mindset. Uh-huh. You're trying to do things in that mindset versus play the game. Where's the stolen base? Nah, where the percentages say that doesn't get over, boom, boom, boom. But what they don't understand is that's excitement to the fans. That's excitement to the fans because the fans are not into the individual. They're into the team and the win in the game. And and, and be honest with you, Regardless of what game you go to, the game is going to survive anyway. You can make a thousand, but everybody know when the winning run scores. (laughs) You know, she's going to survive. The game is going to survive this no matter what. It's the the problem becomes that we are losing the fan and we're losing somewhat the athlete that makes our game exciting. We miss that guy running on the field right after the national anthem, do a, uh-huh. do a backflip and say, boom, hit it to me, pop his glove, boom, I'm ready to play. Right. Hit it to me. We're missing that. Uh, we, we know. We're missing that. You, and you, you know, know there's, that, some, there's some people out there who don't know you're talking about Ozzie Smith. Right, right, Ozzie Smith. Or we're missing uh, Dave Parker going into the right field corner and throwing that ball all the way yes, home sir. with a guy. You know, trying to score from first base, uh, those type of players. We're missing the the Andre Dawson who doesn't give up on a ball till it lands on the other side of the fence. You know, we 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 kind of missing that that element. And it's and, and you know, I know people uh, uh, have challenged me on you know the racial issue and whatever. It's not about the racial issue. It's just about making the game better. Mm-hmm. That, that that's 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 my whole thing is making the game better uh you know for everyone i mean we we went to the international route and we got an each row that made the game better sure sure you know that made the game better but we we got to do 
what that was, we got to do, we have that here at home. But we're not interested in that here at home because the pay for play and a whole lot of the uh, economic situations that we're in as a culture right now has somewhat hindered us from, hindered at least scouts from coming in to certain parts of the city and say, I'm going to see and so-and-so. It's not a good sure. team, but there's a guy on that team that could be whatever. You, you, don't, you don't see that anymore. Scouts right. don't go to inner city. Uh, they go to where the perfect game event, where they think the top 100 is. Right. And that, that's what we're, that, that's kind of what we're battling. But I, I, I do believe with um, the collaboration of the Players Association and definitely what uh, Tony Regans is doing with uh, Major League Baseball, I do see a shift coming. Right. I do a shift coming and a, a lot, some of it has to do with the injuries that are taking places in these other sports and the fact that there is longevity in our game. There, there's, there's great benefits in our game. There's, there's just, uh, and there's great history. Uh, there's great history in our game. I mean, uh, what Jackie Robinson went through uh, we 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 can't let that that go undone. All the even the ones that came shortly thereafter who knew that they couldn't stay in the same place with their with their other teammates, but they loved the game, uh-huh. and they brought the game to a whole new level. The Willie Mays, the Hank Aaron's, the Frank Robinsons brought the game to a whole new level. Uh, you know, speed, power, uh, everything. And, you know, and yeah. then when when and when we see when we see that type of athlete, I mean, and you can see that type of athlete in Mike Trout, uh, then there's nothing, I mean, that that's great. When we, we see that type of athlete out there on the field, you don't worry about pace of play. I used to, I used to go to a game and pray for extra innings. You know? <laughs> right, right. Until yeah. I started, I said, I don't want no extra innings. I want to win. You know, right. I used to because I wanted to see something that I had never seen before. Whereas now they're trying to, you know, there might be, there might be, that prop is going to come a rule to where when you get into extra innings, because it's so long, they're going to start doing what they do in Little League. Now they put a guy at second base to start yeah. the inning. Off. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been talk about all kinds of things like yeah, that. Sure, you know. sure. But the thing is, we're just missing. We're missing that elite. I'd I'd pay to see LeBron James play all night. Sure, sure. But you you mean you're working with you're you're working with young people, and I want to. You also mentioned, you know, the collaboration between Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association on the youth front. I want to talk about that in a second. But Mm -hmm. in your experiences, you know, working through your foundation, the Jerry Manuel Foundation. Um, and mm-hmm. working with 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 young people, like what are the types of things that you do, and what's some of the success that you've seen in trying to address some of these, you know, some of these issues? You know, you know, we were talking about how you know playing the game the right way, for example, or just encouraging 
a young person who has an interest in baseball but might not yet understand the game like what you know mm-hmm. how how do how do you go about that and what kind of success have you been able to have with that well well uh i think uh 3 years ago we won the NYBC national championship for 14 14 year and under it was okay. televised yeah. on CBS mm. uh we won that championship uh this year uh our school is like five years old so we're very young uh we're we're in a lower division but we we uh, uh we're co-champions number one seed in 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 our division so we and we're playing with main, mainly underclassmen i don't think we have maybe one senior on the team but mainly it's uh, underclassmen so we know what we're doing and the repetition that our kids are getting is just is 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 phenomenal to see an athlete grasp our game and watch him evolve and develop and say, "Wow, this guy's gonna be something special." And he came there at 14 years old, didn't know how to hold a bat. He held a bat like it was a tennis racket, you know, both hands split <laughs> wide. And I'm saying, oh, right. and I look at his mom. She said, I just want him to be here around this atmosphere uh, because he come from a tough area. Dad is incarcerated. And I said, I said, we'll take him. But with the repetition, we saw an athlete. We saw, we saw a player. The guy became a player. I mean, it was like, and, and and I'm old school. If you hadn't played or picked up a ball, baseball, and you're 14 years old, you had no shot. But with today's generation, because they don't repeat the skill, even though they have the opportunity to play on teams, we make a situation where you can repeat the skill on a daily basis, you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a skilled thing, you know. And... Uh, those are those are some of the stories plus the fact that you can put your hands on a young man every day whose father is incarcerated or is no longer with the family and you can kind of lead him in the right direction you can okay. kind of give him the principles right. and the values of of what life is really about you might not ever make uh, the major leagues or whatever, but you know what right and wrong is. You know, you know how to treat people. You know, uh-huh. that, you know how to survive in this world. I mean, uh, you know, let's be real. Uh, we know we are somewhat not a targeted people, but with the numbers in in, in prison and the numbers of shootings and they're more afraid of us than we are of them. And then that, that type of thing, uh, we have to teach these young men how to recognize a situation Uh and then how to handle that situation and how to be respectful in that situation. That's, that's probably the major part, uh, Jeff, of, of what we do is we, the, the the toughest part for me is Christmas vacation because I don't know if I'm going to see the kid 
after Christmas vacation. Wow. Right. Right. That's the toughest part for me. We try to have little functions and do little things and what have you, but you know the environment in which he's in, whether or not that's going to produce fruit. Sure. Or not. And and that's what we're battling. Right. We're trying to change the environment, give the right soil, the right fertilizer, the right discipline, so that this tree can bear fruit. Uh-huh. And then fruit can bear seed, and that seed can bear other fruit. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Right. And you know you 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 know you touched upon i think what is i know part of what you know this collaboration between major league baseball and the players associations trying to do what you're doing in the in in, in your work through the foundation and that is and we all know this right the the benefits that sports can have on right. on whole person development right more than just learning the game because as you said right. most of most of these young people are not going to grow up to be major league players that's just truth the numbers bear that out right. but you know we know of all of the inherent value in sports right, right? teamwork and perseverance yeah. sportsmanship and inclusion right. and all of those mm-hmm. things um those are all very um you know positive things and you talked about it you know when you said hey you know, maybe the dad is not around, but we're able to put our hands on the kid every day. And and, and right. that certainly has value. But uh, talk a little bit about um, your involvement um, with that, you know, Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball Players Association collaboration. We mentioned Vero Beach. Most people don't even know what they're talking about with Vero Beach. But, you know, just talk a little bit about what's going on there um, and, uh uh, how things are shaking out with the uh, youth development program that the league and the union are working together on. Yeah, well, we're, 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 that's uh, th- that, that's been very exciting for me uh, because our first year, I think we had 120 kids from uh, around the country and uh, uh, underserved kids, uh, predominantly African-American kids that, played baseball and I, I, I uh, my first year I didn't think we would be able to do that because they say we weren't playing the game but we found kids that were playing the game and uh, collaborating with uh, uh, the player association and the type of coaches that we brought in it made us have to make an adjustment on our teaching uh, for them to understand where we were trying to take them as uh, like you said, not only baseball players, but but as men, uh, as, as as we talk about, uh, not necessarily we don't never talk about punishment. We always talk about discipline. Discipline is a form of love, rather than punishing. Like old school was, uh-huh. you know, I'm gonna punish you. We, we talk about discipline, that we love you and we, we want to caress you and do whatever. But the vision, uh, the, the the whole vision there, Jeff, is to go to these events which that we have been invited to with a team from the group that we um that we have in Vero Beach and other places 
and go to these perfect game events and see how we perform, how these young African-American players. And and I'll tell you, when we uh, last year uh, played one of the powerhouse teams and beat them, and, and we beat them, and we go to another event, guess what? They want to make sure we were there so they could play us again. So, right. I said, so, I, so, I, so I said, uh, people, I said, look, we're, we're on the precipice of being able to have our own event because people are going to want to play the best. Uh-huh. We, that's what we're trying. That's the, that's the end vision is for us to have our own thing to where our culture buys back into the fact that, boy, I'm outside. It's baseball. I remember this game. I know it. You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. And look at look at us. They they're barbecuing. They got music going. <laughs> they they're doing the whole nine thing. Okay. And they playing and they playing good baseball. Right. That's when, in my opinion, Jeff. That's when. That's when we're gonna get our culture back interested in our game. And also, I mentioned this, got into a little trouble, and I'm going to mention it again, that the WBC should, if we're lacking, if a culture is lacking from the game, we should have our own team in the WBC. I think we should segregate at that time just to integrate later. Uh. And And I think that, with that being done, we could freely – we might not win it, but don't have to win it. The Chicago Little, Little League team didn't win it, but everybody was watching of our culture. The ratings was as high as they've ever been because we're starting to – we're watching those kids play. That's what we do as a people. That's who we are. And, and, and I, I, I've told uh, – I mentioned that to them, that let us celebrate who we are. Dominican celebrates, they bring their, whatever, the Shakers and the, the Puerto Ricans, they celebrate and then they go back to their teams and their teammates, and that's cool. But let us, let us celebrate. Let, 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 us, let us come there with a team. We might not have enough this or enough that, but just let us come there with enough. enough. I guarantee you, when you put, uh, you know, McCutcheon, Jones, Stanton, see these kind of people out there, some things are going to happen. And see that, that, that that's, that's some radical thinking right there. And I'm not surprised uh, that you got some blowback on that one, but you said, you, you said, I want to make yeah. sure I got this. You said segregate now and integrate later. Yes. Segregate at the WBC, just like they do. Mm-hmm. It's actually segregated. It's just it's segregated, mm-hmm. but it's not us segregating. It's, it's, if if you got Italian blood, okay, you go play with Italy team, uh, Piazza. Right. You go right. represent Italy. You go represent this. You go represent that. Well, who represent us? We're the one hmm. missing. Let us let us let us do that to bring to to integrate the game to integrate us back into the game. That's that's all. And and once we get back into the game. Or the culture gets back into the game. The game doesn't have to worry about slow play. 
the world the game has to worry about speed. The game doesn't have to worry about all these different things that it's worrying about. That that's that's just you know I, I you know I got I get a little pushback from that all the time, but I I, I I've tried to explain it in a way that it's going to make the game better. We're so gonna we're gonna get the we're gonna get LeBron. Uh-huh. We're gonna get so and so and so and so. I mean, so it sounds whoever, like you're saying in a way, you know, and and maybe some will say, well, are you saying that, you know, the concerns about pace of game, pace of play, game is too slow, would be solved or alleviated if there were more African Americans playing the game? To a degree, yes, yes, yes. Like I said, when I went to a game, I went to a game as a youth and I saw through a knot hole um, two African-American teams playing together, playing against each other on a Sunday, you know, that's what they did back in the day. And it was one, it was one of the most exciting things I saw. And I said, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Even though I played other sports and had opportunities to go play other sports. Uh, actually my best sport was football. Uh, I had an opportunity to go play. I had signed a letter to go to UCLA to go play football. and uh, But I said I was going to play baseball because my dad had played a little bit in the Negro Leagues when they come through. They needed a pitcher. They called him, but my mom would say, hey, boy, you got seven kids here. You can't be traveling all around the world. Hmm. You need to be working, you know, that hmm. type of thing. So, but but it, it it was it was and it, it was baseball. Uh, it, it was a it was a show. It was um, you know the umpires even they they showed out on you. I mean it was some it was an event. I mean you 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 look at the All Star game that they had in Comiskey Park in those days. How packed that was. That was that was an event. People wanted to stay out there all day and all night. They want double headers. They want everything. Nobody worry about no pace of play because they're gonna see something exciting. They're gonna see somebody do something. You're gonna see Ozzy Smith make a play with a bare hand that ain't nobody ever made since then. You you're gonna see something, and it's and and it's it is not it's not so much the it's the team. You know you had to you know you stayed with a team which was a good thing. Um, and and now you supported that team. I mean, uh, I'd have to be honest with you. We grew up, you know, when Ebony Magazine used to show uh, the teams, but they would show the number of blacks uh. on the team uh, during the beginning of the year. So whoever had the most blacks, that's who we went for. Unfortunately, <laughs> okay. that that was just that was just. I mean, that was the thinking at that time. I'm from the South. That's that was just the thinking at that time. Uh-huh. But I do believe that thinking has changed. It doesn't matter to me now who's who or who's what. What matters to me is that there's an element missing in the game on a consistent basis, day in and day out. And and I think the pay-for-play, the individuality has somewhat destroyed that. Sure. Trying to hit the home run, and you get strikeout. Strikeout is, is 
is is boring. Is I mean, you know, come on, you know, <laughs> nothing happening. There's nothing going on. Nobody doing anything. You know, that's you know. Sure. And, and today it was a, if you struck out, you took it personal. You 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 know, you're right. Right. You gonna do something and run down there and make you make a play. Now the game becomes so as long as the strikeouts are high and and they say the home run is the thing. Well, you know that that well and good, but that's not that's not drawing. We're trying to change, but we can't change until we bring this other culture back into play. And how is that that's, coming so far? I mean, do you see improvement? I see, with... I see it coming. I see it coming. Okay. I, I I I I believe um, that with what we're doing with. Uh, the collaboration that we have and, and what we're doing on the MLB side with these breakthrough series and things, and then in collaboration with the PA on the Vero Beast thing, we might, I might not see it, but I know it's going to happen because mm-hmm. I have seen players. I have seen some players and I've seen some things that says, wow, these guys can play. And they keep coming, they keep coming, and they keep coming. So I, I, I believe it's going to change. And I think it's going to, going to change the game. Um, not maybe all the way back to, to, to where we were. Uh, they do have some great ideas. But everything that we did, uh, even with, um, let's say, walking a guy, that, that, there, was, there was some strategy even involved in that. And that that was a tough thing, even though it took time. But there were sometimes you would go three two or three one and say, okay, put him on. But then you put him on, but then you go back behind the plate and throw a curveball. You, you know, you, you throw mm-hmm. a strike to him. You you say you put him, you put your hand out, but <laughs> but you go back. You know, so that was a, that was strategy to everything that is, is somewhat now being you know eliminated uh, to 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 a degree, but. I, I see why because they're trying to speed it up because it's uh, it, it's 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 not you you don't you're not seeing Bo Jackson go to left field climb up the wall and run down the other side right right you 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 don't see that you you don't see that uh, and then him getting the ball and then throwing it all the way all the way home. From left field, three hundred forty up, forty forty feet away, but straight on a line. You, you don't see that. The emphasis is on the wrong things, in 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 my opinion, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it somewhat slow. Right. That's, that's what slow. They, right. you know, you've been in arbitrations where, um, guy led the league in stolen bases. Well, that's not that important of a stat, and they prove it to you that it's not that important, and then all of a sudden we believe it. So the guy said, well, hey, I ain't, I ain't running no more. Well, that's certainly well, he, true. I mean, yeah. the stolen base, I mean, you know, there, there are a few guys in today's game who mm-hmm. are base stealers, but, I mean, it's nothing like, you know, you know, Lou Brock Ricky or Ricky Henderson, Vince oh. Coleman back in the day, yeah. you know. Those guys who got on the base path and put fear in you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Your boy Phil told you that, right? Yeah. 
scared to death. And he don't, he don't even have a bat in his hand. I'm scared to death. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so the game has changed. Now, Jerry, you, you, you know, you've been around this game for a long time. As we said, you know, scout, you know, player, coach, manager. You last managed, I think, what, in 2010, right? Right. Yeah, with the New York Mets. I remember when you took over, you know, my I, I, I'll call them my New York Mets. Cause I'm a, I've been a Mets fan since I was a kid. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, the 69 Mets, you know, and yeah. how Cle- mm-hmm. Cleon Jones caught that last out and dropped to one knee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to, you know, and then, you know, what's interesting about that? I mean, you think about the New York Mets back then, and even t- you're talking about, they had Don Clendenin, Tommy Don Agee, Cle- you know, Tommy Cleon Agee. Jones. And for me, yeah. I used to imitate Cleon Jones when making that catch and dropping to the knee. I used to imitate yeah. Ralph Gar. You know, yeah. when he used to, he he'd be running out of the batter's box before he even hit the ball. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's you know? right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember. You know, so you you last managed in 2010 with with, with the Mets, and so mm-hmm. you've been around the game for a long time. You've touched on a lot of things, but like, what are some of the biggest changes that you see for good and for bad um, that is in the game today? What are some of the Let's start with some of the good things, you know, that that if you've seen some that are part of the game today uh, and then some of the things that maybe are not so good that we maybe need to address. Well, I think uh, I, I think the good things, uh, I, I think the, the 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 velocity is up. I think you're seeing guys that, that, that have a little bit more you're seeing more power pitches but on the flip side you you see more power throwers i'll put it that way but on the flip side you're not seeing the power pitcher uh kind of like tom siever was he was a power pitcher he just didn't throw uh you know uh whatever 100 miles an hour he pitched at mm-hmm. that way pedro pedro pitched uh with 97 and, and 98 but he pitched. Uh, so I, I think the, the good thing is that we are seeing some good arms. But again, on the flip side, we're not seeing good pitching. I think we're seeing some power. I think that's, that's a good thing to see the ball uh, hit 400 feet. But I think the game is more more than that. I think there's there's the other little things that can be done in a game. Um, for example, you can go, you can play shortstop and go 0 for 4, but you could probably save a game by holding a runner the right way. I mean, these are intricate things. Uh, uh, that I'm talking about, and I kind of mm-hmm. watch it from a different perspective than probably uh, you know the normal normal fan. But I, I I just believe Jeff that the game she is going to survive no matter what's thrown at her. Mm-hmm. That's good. No matter what's thrown at the game, she is going to survive. How bad uh, uh, 
in my opinion, some of the mistakes that were made strategically in the World Series, it was great. It was the World Series. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was still the the Little League World Series. It's still it's still the game. The game. If we keep messing with her, then we're going to destroy her. But but I I I I, I don't think she can be destroyed. I put it that way. I don't think she, they can do whatever they want to do, but they they, they she will survive. Uh-huh. She will survive the hurricanes, the whatever that comes through there. She's going to survive. How we play it, how we do it, she's still going to survive. We might go yeah. through. Uh, we might go through uh, uh, economic period where uh, you know people aren't showing up to the ballparks. They got other interests and other things, and we're trying to do all we can to uh, create interest and what have you. Uh, but 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 the game you can go and sit in a park in an atmosphere, sit outside, and you the the casual fan can know winner or loser and what's going on for the most part. Right. The, 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 the strategist, now he might see it a little different way. And, and we have to be careful that, that we don't lose the casual fan because of our saber metrics, our al- algorithms and all these things casual fans not really interested in right we're trying to yeah. get too smart for the for 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 what the game was really meant to be yeah and look and i'll i'll go on record and whether others believe you know otherwise that's fine it's just a matter of opinion but you know there's been a lot of changes in the game that yeah you said the game she will survive um, but she's going to end up looking a whole lot different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she, you know, oh, yeah. underwent some some kind of cosmetic surgery, right? Because yeah. <laughs> the game has changed. You know what I mean? You know, home plate, home plate collision rule, second base rule. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you don't even now throw, you know, four pitches in order to walk a guy, right? Just right. put up the right. fingers and you go to, you know. And we see yeah. sometimes on, on, how many times have we seen or saw on an intentional walk where the pitcher throws a wild yeah. pitch? You know what I mean? Can't and, do it. Yeah, right? he can't do it. And a guy advances. So, you know, it's still about execution. You know, we're talking about pitch clocks. And you mentioned earlier, extra inning games and putting a runner on second. Yeah, the game will survive. But it seemed like, she, you know, she might undergo some liposuction or something. You know what I mean? There's going to be all kinds of surgery <laughs> performed on her. And the game is not going to look the same. Yeah, know? she she had a miniskirt on. Now they put a whole long dress on it. Yeah. All got her. Yeah, and they're wondering why people aren't paying attention. I mean, so it's a a delicate balance. And look, there are probably people who are smarter than us who are looking at this. But when I look at it as someone who is a consumer of the game, Mm -hmm. some of the things that I'm seeing, and I I know I'm not alone, um, some of the things that I see, I'd rather not see, you know, because it's not the game that I, when I was a kid, I watched. Mm -hmm. And then after watching it, went out in my backyard and pretended sometimes all by myself that I was playing. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. 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 I mean that that's that's a great point. And and so what has hap- what, what has happened is that now that kid spends 
his time with technology, mm-hmm. with the iPhone and, and the whatever, and he's uh, FaceTiming and he's texting and he's doing this and he's doing that, whereas we were out throwing the ball against the wall till the sun went down, yep. you know, trying to play or trying to mimic uh, Maze, trying to mimic Hank. Uh, the, these types of Frank Robinson, man. That's how we, we that's how we grew up. Uh, so the technology, and we're trying to keep up with uh, the age of technology. But some games ain't meant to be bothered with. <laughs> some games are supposed to stay what they are, and then let technology. You do all that around it, but don't do it to it. Uh, that that's 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 kind of my issue with it. You're trying to to do something to it. Leave her alone. She she survived the Little League World Series. She boom when that Chicago West Side team went to the little. I got calls, Jeff, from people I hadn't heard from in 20 years. Uh-huh. Jerry, you watching this? Jerry, you because see, I, I I my my my. My, if I were to go to dinner and had three people with me at dinner, it would be Jesus Christ, Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi. Uh. They, these would be the people. that. So those are the lenses that I'm looking through from a little kid that grew up in Georgia. Uh-huh. You know, so if we just, if we, if we could just understand what we're trying to gain but understand the consequences of what we're losing and making these decisions who are we losing what are we gaining when we make these decisions to 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 change this game this way instead of going out and and i and i and i have to give i have to give uh uh, Tony Regans, uh, Dale Matthews, those guys over there, they seem to get it, and they're trying to do all they can for the youth, because it's the next generation. Right. For the youth to get back and 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 and, and enjoy this game, and and to do things like the Dream Series. You know, we had a Dream Series on Martin Luther King weekend in Arizona. When those kids came out, we had pitchers and catchers. The one, the two elements that are lacking at the major league level, and there was 60, 60 something. We had to cut people off. Wow, what ages? Uh, juniors, juniors in high school, juniors and a couple, maybe a couple sophomores. We had to cut people off. It was the dream series that we had Martin Luther King's speeches playing over the loudspeaker. Uh, it was just a, it was just a, a chill bump experience to see that many of them out there pitching, and pitching with flair huh. and charisma that were. Boy, I go you sixteen. Well, I'll go see you pitch. I'll pay to see you pitch. You doing the things that 
oil can used to do, you know, uh, all those old guys. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you about you, that, you, though, Jerry, because, because, but do you think the game and, and even some of the players in the game are ready for that? Because you, you mentioned oil can. Uh, you know, I remember Luis Tion or even Juan Marichal, right? I mean, some of the things that they did, right? That, you know, you know, how, how accepted would that be? We see players like Carlos Gomez today, right? Who seems yep. to always be in hot water with somebody because yep. they think he's not playing the game, quote unquote, the right way. You know what I mean? Because, right. I mean, you know, uh, Jose Batista and his bat flip was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? So, you know, and we hear this all the time, right? Even we saw it in the WBC. There were some mm-hmm. players on the American squad who were critical of, I don't know if it was the Puerto Rican team or the Dominican team about the way they play because they were playing with excitement and with flair. So I guess my question is, okay, we see some of these young people coming up with flair and all those things. Is the game ready to accept that today? That's a, that's a very good question. Now, as a manager, as a manager, I accept it when it's in the context of winning the game. I don't accept it. I don't I wouldn't accept a bat flip when I'm down thirteen to one and you made it thirteen to two. Right. Of course. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's thirteen if it's if it's two to two and you hit one out and we want it, flip that thing up there as high as you can. And come on around there and let's celebrate. But that's the that's the that that that's uh, and I'm talking to you from a manager's point of view. Uh-huh. You, you know, I, I even had to grab Jose Reyes one. He had a home run. I think we were in Philadelphia. We were losing 14 or whatever, and here come all this stuff. I said, hey, look, look, that's not how this is played. You can do this when you walk somebody off. You can do this when it's huge, when it's when it's when it benefits the game and not you. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? When it yeah. benefits the game and not you. Derek Jeter, you never knew whether he was 0 for 40 or 40 for 40. But you did not want him at the plate when the game was on the line. You'd rather face A-Rod, Posada, or whomever else they had on that dynamic lineup. You'd rather face them than Derek Jeter. <laughs> no question. No you you question. understand what I'm saying? So, because he, knew, he, he was – Everything he was doing was about the game. You can celebrate within the game. There's no doubt about that, but it's a, there's a time for that. You can have flair. If it's two outs, a man on third, and they hit you a shot to left field, I mean, to shortstop, and you backhand it somehow and, 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 and pimp it over there to first and get it over there to first and come off and slide. You're playing the game because you're saving the run. Uh-huh. You know, it has to be in the context of the game, not in the in your context. Right. If I sense. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, and that's yes. that's that's where that's that's where that's where people tend to shy away and call this a a, a different type of ball. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's not in the context of winning. If it's in the context of winning, celebrate. 
Show you the flair. Sure, sure. LeBron, LeBron hit the game winning shot. He jumped up on the stage. <laughs> no question. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's that, that's what he's not gonna he's not gonna do that. He hit the shot at the buzzer at halftime. Right. Game ain't over. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. It's a time and a place for that. It's a time and a exactly. place. So it's a time and a place. That's yeah. and that's what the that's what the players. I, I give my players all the freedom in the world in the context of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has to be in the context of the game. I I, I love that. I, I love that. That that shows me that you you you're fearless. You you want to play. You want to win in the context of the game. What does the game call for? Not what right. you call for. What the game call for. That 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 that's. I hope I explain that. Uh, yeah. No. I it, no. I, I get it. I mean, it, but it's one of those things where yeah, there's there's a place for it, but you know it needs to be exercise you know at the right time and and um yeah yeah so i uh, know i get it but i got two yeah, things to ask you will mace call over his shoulder yeah yeah he, i he mean hey out he called over his shoulder and got it back in sure hat yeah, flew off no, everything no. flew off <laughs> he said i gotta get this back in because the game is on the line. i can't let this guy get the second <laughs> right right no that was a baseball play right i mean <laughs> We can look at it and say, you know, that, you know, the, the, the spin, the hat flying off, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he was, yeah. no, that, that was a, that was a pure baseball play that just had some flair to it. Right. Um, but it exactly. was born of the situation and knowing what was going on. Right. Exactly. 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 And that's where pay for play in the travel ball. It's all about the individual trying to be recruited. So mm-hmm. he's going to be an individual first than what the game calls for you to be. Sure. And that's where we're losing it. That's what we, we're we losing it. But like I say, the game, she'll, she'll come back. <laughs> she'll, she'll survive. Back. She'll survive. Yeah, okay. she'll survive. Hey, Jerry, I was reading, I was reading something earlier um, uh said that your nickname was The Sage. <laughs> I don't know where they got that from. They didn't call me... <laughs> They called me a lot of things. After this podcast, I'm gonna be called something else. <laughs> so you telling me that's not true? You mean I can't uh, believe everything I read? Yeah, no, you can't believe everything. You yeah, read. I don't know but 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 you know what though? It's funny. As I read it, I said to myself, I can see that because I will tell you, Jerry. You know, when you were managing the Mets back in 2008 to 2010, um. You know, I used to make sure I watched those the the post game interviews because mm-hmm. you know you would always say something that for me as a fan and somebody who watched the game for a long time, you know it 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 led me to look at the game differently, mm-hmm. right? Comments that were made about what happened in the game or what might not have happened in the game or what you were trying mm-hmm. to do with a certain move or whatever. And to me, mm-hmm. it was always fascinating stuff because a lot of times managers come and they, you know, they kind of spout and kind of, you know, we left it out all on the field. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We got to yeah. game tomorrow. Yeah. You know, cliches, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But there was a lot of times I got a lot out of what you were. So I, I really well, thought New you York, were the sage, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, New York, New York can bring that out of you. Mm. 
if that's in you, New York can bring that out of you. I'd have to, I'd I'd always tip my hat to, I mean, there are great fans all over the country, but to me, the New Yorker, he knew when the moment was the moment. He knew the rhythm and the flow of Mm -hmm. the game better than any fan that I've been around. Maybe because y'all got nine million watching, but y'all knew that y'all knew Y'all, y'all knew and felt when the game was in balance, uh-huh. and, and that's that's a that's, that's a beautiful thing. It, it was it was a great experience for me, and the questions uh, that I received uh, were great. Now I never read anything I said. I just knew that oh wow, you got to be prepared here. This is yeah. a, this is this is a whole. This is not Kansas City where you can just step up and jump out and leave. You got you you gotta you gotta you gotta give them a a reason, yeah. and you know, uh, you know we felt 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 that we 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 just didn't do things off the cuff. We, you know, you had to be uh-huh. prepped and ready to go because New York, she wasn't gonna survive there. In New York, I mean, you know, I, I didn't survive anyway. But that's part of the job, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but 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 you know what? I can feel good going in there, sit down, sit down in the stands, and watch a game. I, sure. I, I would, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 2008 was always to me that was one of the toughest years as a Met fan. That um, mm-hmm. you know that that was a tough one. But so Jerry, let me ask you this before we go. Um, what what kind of things you know you've been in, in this game for a while, but you know what kind of things are you? looking forward to trying to accomplish in the future? What kind of things you have on the horizon? I know you're going to keep working with the youth, uh, but, you know, what what does the future hold in terms of some of the things you want to still do in the game? Well, uh, again, I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, continue to be a visionary, so to speak, as to getting our culture back involved in the, in, in the game of baseball. And uh, I think it's going to start at the youth level. I think it starts uh, at some of the things that we're collaborating on with the PA um, and, 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 uh, and Major League Baseball, what we're doing there. I just like to see that expanded. I like to see, I like to see uh, academies, uh, uh, like Oak Hill for basketball. I like to see academies for baseball go up all over the country for underserved kids, not 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 charging thirty thousand dollars for tuition. Uh, these types of things. I, these are the things that I like to see that I think can happen in baseball that will change the game. Uh, it, we're not going to change the game with the pay for play. That's not gonna. That's not. We got. We got to go and get these kids out of these tough uh, neighborhoods and what have you, and give them some hope, and give them some some character uh, as they as they as they grow up. Give them some foundation. Give them some fundamentals. Give them some principles for life. They might not become a baseball player but they can become an owner they can do they can do whatever they want to do whatever their gift is that they have for the game 
can be seen and we can go and pick that fruit from that gift and know that it's right. Uh-huh. That, that, that's, that's, that's what, that's what I'd like to uh, keep pushing that when I'm done, uh, when I'm done, I, 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 I just hope you say well done, uh-huh. good and faithful and that I'm empty. Right. I get, right. you know, that's, 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 that, that's my hope that, that yeah. whatever he has for me, he said, well done. Well yeah. done. Uh, I'm good. And it doesn't have to be for me anymore. Uh, Jeff, it doesn't have to be on that platform or that stage. Uh-huh. It could be, it could be out in the middle of nowhere. As long as he say, well done. Sure. I'm, I'm good. Sure. I'm good. Yeah. Well, you're doing a lot of good things, Jerry. I mean, whether it's through your foundation, Jerry Manuel Foundation, the charter school, the work that you're doing with MLB in conjunction with the MLBPA and, you know, um, and just in life, man. So, as I said, man, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Yeah. Enjoyed having you today and just keep it up, man. Keep doing all the things that you're doing because it's making a difference. And at the end of the day, that's what you want to do, right? You want to make a difference. Yes. Yes, got to make a difference, and then, then the other the other ones are going to make a difference, and we'll be okay. That's right. We'll we'll we head off to Rakonda. It was hidden, but it was a, it was a beautiful place. <laughs> See, you want to start yeah, another conversation, but. Right. <laughs> But Jerry, man, I'm glad that that you were with us, and um, um, you know, I'm sure you know we're gonna have you come back again in, uh, uh, on Sports 360 and, and and share some more knowledge. Whether they call you the sage or not, you 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 were dropping some knowledge, and so we appreciate it. <laughs> hey man, give my best to your wife, man, and I hope you guys are doing well. Thank I you. you guys are I, I really thank do. you. I certainly will do that. Yes, yes, please do, please. Okay. Do. All right, uh, Jerry Manuel. Thanks, Jerry. Man, did Jerry Manuel bring it. His passion and dedication for youth is palpable. And his views on the benefits of more African-American players in baseball are sure to spark conversation and thought. But that's what it's about, isn't it? That's what makes life a beautiful thing. Diversity of people, diversity of opinions. We'll continue bringing you more of both. But for now, we gotta break camp. Be sure, though, to drop us a line, leave us a comment. We look forward to hearing from you. But you know what time it is now. It's time to go home. Scully, get us on up out of here.